On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about our playthroughs of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And we have a bit more to say about Sonic and his legacy. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the news, topics, all the things happening in the video game world. We had just finished E3. We finished talking about Sonic. We finished a ton of stuff the last two weeks. It was a busy week. So now we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. So... Let's get to it, Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey, hey, hey. Finishing my Madden game right now as we oh, speak. Shit! What's the score? What's the score? Uh, twenty-eight fourteen. I'm winning. It's like seventeen seconds left. Hell yeah! On the computer? Yeah. Oh, don't don't don't. You can interrupt them all you want, Jimmy. Don't worry about it. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. Just finishing it up right now. I'm about to win. Um, but I I got Ratchet and Clank and I finished it all the way. I 100%ed the game. Uh, it's actually a really easy game to 100%. Like, I was surprised, like, because Jesse, Jesse sent me, like, I beat it. And then I told Jesse I beat it. And then uh, a couple of days after Jesse beat it, he sends me a picture saying that he uh, 100%ed the game. And I was like, I checked how, how, how far I was uh, with completing it. And I was like, 75%. I was like, you know what? I'm going to complete it so I can do it too. And then I uh, just took like another hour or two to, to finish it up and, and uh, I 100%ed it but the game itself was like I don't know one of the better games that I played this year like I from I don't know from beginning to end the game was like so much fun like I I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game this is my introduction to the series and it makes like I, like I'm gonna say this but I probably won't it makes me want to play the old games, but I probably won't play them. But because I remember even seeing back in the day, like all the old, all the old games, they looked like a lot, a lot of fun. But I don't know. I just never, you know what it was? I played Jack and Daxter and I wasn't a big fan of that. And I was like, oh, it's probably the same as that because the end, there's two two people in the fucking game. Like, that's how my stupid mind would work as a teenager. Um, so I played Jack and Daxter. I didn't really care for it, but and that, that made me not want to play uh, Ratchet and Clank, I think. Um, but they always did look fun. But getting into this one, it was like, it, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Like we, Jesse mentioned, I think Maximilian said that Resident Evil Village was like a roller coaster, but this one felt like a roller coaster, like with the grinding through the rails and stuff, and like like opening certain like rifts in the game while you're grinding, you gotta time everything. So it's it felt very theme park like but yeah I just had a I had a fucking blast playing through it like I 
I want to I want to try the new game plus because that's what it is, right? It has new game plus. It's the challenge. Uh, it's a challenge mode, so it's oh, really? harder, and you get to carry things over. So I want to say it's their version of a new game plus. I think I heard somebody say it's like a a, a new game plus. Um, yeah, I think it's their version of it. Yeah, but the game has like light puzzles that are very easy, but still very entertaining. Like there's some stuff with uh with uh, Clank that you you gotta. I mean, honestly, I don't know much. I forget what the story is about, but there's some certain puzzle aspects that involve Clank in it, and they're not too hard. But there's some stuff where you kind of get stuck in, but it's not too challenging. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed that. Like the little little side missions too that are a lot of fun. There's like a glitch. You got how far did you get into Joe? You pretty far? Um, I'm pretty far. I still probably I don't know storyline wise how far I'm, but I'm probably like probably halfway through. I mean, you've done all the, maybe you've done like like the glitch stuff, right? A lot of that stuff I've done. That stuff was a lot. Like it was fun. Like there's little like consoles that you gotta unlock. Uh, doors and stuff so you use the little this yeah. little insect looking thing like glitch and it felt like kind of like a, a bit of a horde mode even though there's an actual there's already yeah. an actual horde mode in it this felt like another mini horde mode within the game and just playing through that is like it, it changes it up so much that it, it it never felt it has it never felt boring to me exactly. like there's certain games that you like you'll play through them you do the same thing over and over and it just gets boring and this one they you do the same thing, but they change it up a little bit here and there, and to makes to make it feel fresh still. So that's it. Really, it was it's like one of the better games that I played this year so far. So that's pretty much all I played. But it's Ratchet and Clank was was a great fucking game, and it looked it looks so nice too. Like I was playing the uh, what's the better version, the performance mode? I um I went through I did both. So I did performance one, which the best one was 4K ray tracing, 30 frames per second. Second one was 60 frames, no ray tracing. So it, you it, you know you don't want to do that one because you're not taking advantage of the ray tracing because like yeah. where you'd see Clank, he'd have like the 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 shadows and he'd have like the reflections and stuff like that on there. Then they had a mode where you had ray tracing at 60 frames per second, but the quality wasn't 4K. It dropped it a bit. I played the 30 frames at 4K with ray tracing for half of the game and then jumped to the performance RT mode with 60 frames with ray tracing, but it dropped the 4K. I couldn't really tell the difference. Yeah. It, it, like, going 30 frames, it was perfect, but then doing the 60, that was... I played I played it in 60, uh, 60 frames for the, the entire game. Then I messed around going back to fidelity mode in 30, 30 frames. It, it, it looked weird. Like, it, it looked pretty, like, I don't know. It looked choppy to me. Uh-huh. I was so used to playing it in 60 frames. Like, I never really, like, like I was never, I've never been, like, a frame rate, like, fucking geek or anything. But seeing that, the, the, the difference between those two, like, back to back, I was like, holy shit. Like, there's a noticeable difference. I never, I never noticed that. Yeah, it was cool that Insomniac, because that was an option you had later on in Miles Morales, which was an update. But that was right off launch with Ratchet and Clank, so you were able yeah. to get to that one right away. So that was what's what was really yeah. cool. Yeah, I never even played the uh, Miles Morales in, in with the ray tracing and all that. Yeah, because by the time it came out, you you pretty late. You were already done with it, and you're like, oh, I'll play yeah. it later. Yeah, 
Yeah, but that's that's all I played. Um, what about you, Joe? Tofu. I too uh, played Ratchet, a lot of Ratchet and Clank. Um, it was so it's funny, like when you're talking about how you hadn't played any and how you wanted to go back and play them. I was like, I, I played. Uh, I think I played this part of the second one. I know I played the third Ratchet and Clank on on uh, PlayStation. Um, I played the ones on PS3, the PS4 remake or reboot. Or it was like basically a remake of the original. Mm-hmm. They've always been so much fun, man. Uh, Insomnia, number one, first and foremost, Insomniac is a fucking fantastic studio. Yeah. Like, they've made so many games for Sony, for PlayStation uh, that are so good. From Ratchet and Clank, um, they've done the they did the Resistance games, which you know some people didn't like, but I thought they were solid at the time. Um, they did Spider-Man. I mean, it's you know it's crazy for them to to be you know kind of like pushing out these games but still like and as far as ratchet and clank this new one goes uh it's to me it's it's their best work to date like as far as obviously you said little you're just spot on it was such a ride to to go on that like some of the the scene pieces you know i spoke about that when i talked about a little bit about um gears of war how they had uh how the um the that um dlc campaign felt like a ride uh, this was like a full-on like. There's moments in this game where you're like, yeah, you're in, you're on a ride now. Like, you just you're going for the for the ride. They do shooting so well, and how you talked about um how they do so many things to change it up. This game is a game too that like for me screams for replayability because there's so many weapons and you can go through the game and maybe have your two or three favorites like weapons that you're going to go like rely on. And then you could always go back to that game, redo it. And then be like, I'm going to use these weapons instead because there's a lot of weapons in this game and they're all fucking fun to use. Almost all of them are fun users. I mean, obviously you're going to have some weapons that are like, eh, but most of the weapons in this game are designed so well that they, you, you, you can't help but want to buy them. Like when you see, yeah. and that the memory you talked about the previews, the previews are fucking great. Yeah. The when you see these things. Yeah. Yeah, like you see the the description, like the so like whoever the robot is describing the <laughs> yeah. weapons, it's like so animated over the top. It's it's fucking awesome. I love I love <laughs> just how how exaggerated uh, or excited that the the voice acting was for for the description of the of the weapons. Yeah. You guys can you guys both beat it, right? Yeah, yeah. Is the Groovatron weapon not part of the game anymore? No, I don't uh. either. No. Well, you know, okay, I was gonna say, Bethel, you said you hundred percented it, I hundred percented it, but that's it's not a hundred percent. There's still more stuff yeah, to unlock. More shit, yeah. Which is like, don't fucking tell me it's a hundred percent if I didn't unlock everything because I, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, still achievements or trophies to to unlock. But then it's I didn't. The- I didn't unlock. Well, to me, like a hundred percent means like you upgraded everything too and purchased every weapon. And I haven't yeah. purchased every weapon. There's one more that I still need to purchase that I don't know when it becomes available. But I don't usually like in games when they tell you it's a hundred percent. But I think they do. I think Ratchet and Clank does like a hundred and one or a hundred and five percent thing. So I'll give them. I'll give them that. There's um, yeah, and like I said, like every one of those weapons is designed so great. Um, yeah. The the story is you know the story's serviceable, but like I mean the animations like Doctor Nefarious is so fucking great. Both mm-hmm. versions of him. Doctor Nefarious is great. Emperor Nefarious is the different versions of the character um the pirate was fucking funny as hell to me yeah uh, it was i can't remember his name but the pirate's so fucking great 
there's just a lot of really cool characters that in in this series um and like i said i've always i've always loved the series i was never a jack and dexter fan i just mm-hmm. I, it's never been my game but from the first time i played a ratchet and clank game i was like this is awesome yeah and you know I, I, it was great you know like i'm trying to like i, I don't know like it was it's gonna in my opinion this game is gonna be one of the highlights like at the end even at the end of the cycle people are gonna be like yeah ratchet and clank early on that game you know and visually <clears throat> when you talk about the visuals i mean i was just like dude this is you know it's cliche to say oh you're almost like you're playing the pixar game and they've been saying that for fucking console like for, for even back in the ps3 mm-hmm. like even the ps3 ratchet and clank people like it's almost like you're playing a it's as close as it gets to a a, a uh a Pixar experience and it's like every generation it's hard to it's cliche but it's hard to argue it like when you're playing this sometimes I was just like dude this is this is ridiculously this looks ridiculously good I did what uh, I started my playthrough on on the fidelity mode 30 frames per second and um, because I started with it and because I've, I, I've generally not had a problem with the 30 frames per second mode it was fine like I didn't have an issue with it um it, it definitely like I could tell it was 30 frames per second mm. I could feel it like right off the back playing it and then after what you had said Jesse was like oh you know there's a, the performance mode is now available I went ahead and switched it to that to the um, performance with ray tracing and I, I I have zero intention of switching back because it still looks really good like you said I mean is it 4k full 4k probably not but still looks really really good and I think this is a game uh, that definitely it's not necessary necessary but it definitely benefits from being in 60 frames per second mm-hmm. it's like once you play 60 frames per second you're kind of like why would i want to go back mm-hmm. so um no yeah man like I, I so far as far as i've gotten into it it's you know it's 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 one of those games too where it's like ratchet and clank it's hard to it's i don't want to say it's hard to mess it up but they do such a good job every game that comes out like I'm generally never worried that I'm gonna have a good time with it, mm-hmm. and yeah, man, this same with this one. Like, I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I could give it a rating right now, and I would be like, yeah, I'd give this an A. Like, easy, easy for me, it would be an easy, an easy A. And I hope, like, but you're saying, like, people that haven't played the series, like, will play this and be like, man, maybe I should go back and play some of the other ones because the other ones were fun too. Yeah. Like, some of the the weapons and the other one are, you know, are very. um some are similar, but there's always a couple of standout weapons. Like, like the Groovatron was always one of my favorite. It's a stupid gun that made would, the fucking was that one that would dance. would that be one that would come back every so often? Yeah, yeah, you'd see it. Yeah, like well, obviously in the remake of the, of the first game, it was going to come back. But I remember it being in I think in the first three. I want to say at least in, I, I remember it in the third one. And it was just yeah, it's ridiculous. Like you get over overwhelmed and you shoot the gun and then. It's, it forces all of your enemies to dance and it takes they take damage it's so dumb but i mean there's there's still cool guns like in this game like uh the uh was it the spark like there's like that one that kind of like chains the electricity like like little things like that you can you could do i love the leveling up system mm-hmm. you know like it's a fantastic way of doing it and, and this is the part of the game to me that um makes you know makes it infinitely replayable kind of Whereas, like, you know, the guns, the weapons you use, whatever your favorites are, those are the ones that are going to level up faster. 
and opened up that tree for you know making them you know like 100 like making them as 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 good as they can be so you can take a specific gun and just be like i'm gonna use this one i don't want to use this one and you work it up and then you know it changes your experience so like yeah man like already as i'm playing through this i'm like oh man i i like leveled up a few guns to like 100 already and i know they're strong but i already like i like this other one i really want to level this one up now when i want to focus with this one and you know it just it changes up the strategy but always keeps it kind of fresh you know what i mean so yeah man uh it's a fantastic game and i can't wait to play more of it and finish it up um and you know that was it that's pretty much it for me other than you know the mad my mad and stuff jesse I think this is going to be the Ratchet and Clank episode because <laughs> as Bethel kind of talked about, uh, we both beat it already and I had a I had a blast with it too. Everything all you guys said was how I felt about it, everything I loved about it. I feel it's a game that like if you're still on the fence after hearing Bethel and Joe talk about this, all I could say is you don't you actually don't have to play any of the games to find out or know what's going on they do such a great job of just like these are the characters we're setting it up and this is what they're going through right now and then even when they introduce like dr nefarious and all these other characters they do a real quick or real nice way of just kind of introducing who they are like really smart in a story you know like i just liked how they did that and, and just like with what you said too joe like they've said it for such a long time but the game looks fantastic and yeah it's like you're playing a pixar game and their animation and just character expressions and you just find yourself kind of i find myself like kind of smirking or smiling or laughing at certain things and just what 100%. characters kind of put themselves in 100 um I, I was hearing that some people felt like well you know oh, i don't care about what's going on in the story and like for some people they're not going to care what's going on that's fine i don't think they shouldn't have a story because even though I haven't played a ton of the Ratchet and Clank games. I was interested in seeing what was happening, you know? Mm-hmm. The characters are fun, too. Yeah, you know they're I mean? fun. Like... Hey, you know what? I, I don't know if people had a problem with this, but I'm pretty sure people did. When people were like, what a female longbacks? Oh, this is fucking stupid. Why you gotta put a girl? I liked her. I liked her. Well, it made sense in the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't, wasn't yeah, really, like... like... Exactly, pretty much the carbon copy of them, so just yeah. opposite sex. The only thing that I kind of wished, I mean, it's not a big deal, but it would have been cool if, like, what they both had kind of different playing styles. It's not really that big, but it's, it's, uh, it would have been cool to see that. What I did like about that, though, and I do agree, um, was when the first time you're switching back and forth, I'm like, oh man, am I gonna have to you know upgrade this weapon but it's like oh it's all shared between them both so if you upgraded something with uh rivet then ratchet's also going to have that upgrade too so it's not like you had to share you share currency you share everything so that was that was cool but i yeah i'm hoping however the future games or anything turns out there could be some sort of cool like differences in gameplay kind of how you usually see with ratchet and clank you know like they kind of play differently in certain aspects but I think as like a first time introducing somebody um, to just get people familiar with it and then, uh, you know, hopefully like change that up as, as you go. But yeah, I, I was really, I think like for this, it is an, it was insanely, I think this is a great game to show people like, hey man, this is what the PS5 can do. Like look how fast it's loading. Look how quick you're jumping from like worlds and like even playing through the game like a lot of what's advertised is like 
dude, there's no loading. You can jump in and jump out, no loading. And it's true, but then playing through it, you catch some things like, oh, this is where they're masking it. This is where they're hiding it. But what's cool about that, and I still, I still think I take that as like, yeah, it's a smart way of doing it. Because if you're not paying attention, you just think it's all seamless. But then, but then you go, oh yeah, I see where they. Yeah. This is where it's loading. This is where it's doing that. That's cool to kind of find that shit out too. But even moments like going through the game, I'm like, how did? How are they doing this? Is is it's insane how they kind of how Insomniac just did everything. But it, again, it's. So early on in the PlayStation 5's life cycle, you have something. We've had some games right now, that and Returnal, to kind of show off like, yeah, this is a PS5 game. Like, this isn't something you can do on PS4. Um, This is PS5 because it's taking advantage of the high-speed SSD, you know, memory that it has. So it's cool. It's a a nice showcase, and it's it's a fun game. Yeah, everything you guys said was basically what I had to say about it. Just had such a great time. So, like, don't worry about not knowing where the story is. Don't worry about, like, oh, I need to play the eight other games. How many are there? There's, I know there's three on PlayStation 2, and then there was another one, which was, like, a multiplayer type of... There's... Yeah, I wouldn't... That one, I wouldn't really consider, like, a main one. But, I mean, it is it is part of the series. But there's there's the three. There's that one. There's the the, the full game that came out on uh, PS3. Uh-huh. Uh, crack, I think it's a cracking time. And then there was two or three downloadable, like, smaller games uh-huh. that also came on the PlayStation that were, like, digital only. Yeah. And then the remake on PS4. And then this one. This yeah. Is the, the, the oh, they, as you can say. We've talked about this before, but I love bringing it up every time. You know, crack in time. You know, originally what they wanted to call it, but they were like, "We can't, we can't get away with it." Cracking that ass. Clock blockers. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> and they couldn't, they couldn't. Like, there've been some names where like they wouldn't let us do it. They need to do that. Like, I, I, I think I said on the show a long time ago. Like, they need to make one cocky suckers. <laughs> cocky suckers. Go was it Ratchet and Clank going commando? Yeah, all that. And I liked it when it when, when it was a. Uh, Rift apart, and I remember telling Joe like it's rip a fart. You're like that's not what it is, and then everyone's just like yeah no it's rip a fart. Joe is so offended. I am because I love that series. Huh? I love that series. Of no, course I'd be offended. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, and then like PS3 had that and like a ton of spinoffs. What was that one? All for one, which was like a multiplayer one, like a cooperative that's the one multiplayer. I don't really consider it like a main one, but it it was. The true fans do, Joe. The true fans true. Joe is a true fan. I don't think so. Oh, wow. But what if Insomniac says yes? I would say, though, here's the the thing I would say about that, though. In my opinion, this is the... It's, to me, kind of become the game. And I'm sure eventually they'll probably resurrect Jackie Daxter and and there's fans that can run. But I feel like every time they start off a new console or they create a new experience, you know, whether it's the next thing is a PS6 or whatever it is, they should lead off with a Ratchet and Clank game. It's just, there's no reason because it's exactly what you want to push the, uh, you know, you want to push forth the message of like, this is the new experience, this is Mm -hmm. the new thing. That's what you want. I was looking it up. There's two PSP games too, Ratchet and Clank Size Matters, which got a port to the PlayStation 2. And I know there was a Clank game, which was a solo one. I think it was called Secret Agent Clank or something. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was it? 
uh, Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal, going commando, future tools of de- future tools of destruction, future uh, crack in time, uh, all for one. Size matters. I know there was one called Nexus or Nero or something. I don't know. There's a ton of Ratchet and Clank games. Um, but yeah, no man, fucking Ratchet and Clank was great. I had such a good time with it. It it just showed off the PlayStation Five in such a, a awesome way and i agree with you joe it should it should be one that's a system release game you know a release time window or whatever you know it's a great it's like their i don't know i don't know some people might not agree but it should be their like mario you know where yeah. nintendo needs to launch the mario but now nintendo usually launches now with a zelda but anyway but just be that I don't no, know. It's, it's it should be i think it's the one that of all the series it's the one that's endured yeah, and I mean it's very, it's very. What do you call it? Um, it, it really puts it all together. I mean, it's one of those games where, like, even though when you really boil it down, it's extremely violent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you think about it, but in a sweet um, way. It, it, yes, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's still an it, it works for everyone. Um, I think the characters are great. I I even wonder sometimes. It's like I wonder what it is about those characters. I mean, I know maybe they're not the greatest characters, but I wonder why it's not gotten bigger. I don't, you know what I mean? Because I mean, it's always been around. The characters seem to work. It does work, and it, it, but it works enough. But it's never been like, you know what I mean? Like this series, like you don't see people being like, I want a ratchet toy or a clank. That you, you know, they're 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 cutesy. Yeah. I just wonder, you know what? I just don't know why. You know what? It's never been that thing. I think it doesn't have that ability to do that. What I've noticed with people. When it comes to Ratchet and Clank, especially with this new one coming out, I'm like, dude, you guys, you guys gotta try it. It's fucking awesome. I think a lot of people, I don't know what it is, and I don't say, I don't think it's Ratchet and Clank's fault. I think it's it's people's interpretation or their or their view on it. When people go, what's well, how's Ratchet and Clank? I'm like, oh, and you're talking to someone who plays Call of Duty or Fortnite. Like, oh, dude, you'll dig it. It's a platformer. But once you say that, I feel like they stop paying attention. Then you say, but. You have guns, so you're able to shoot things, and they're so unique guns, and I think they just ignore it. Because once you say platformer, they think, oh, Mario, oh, this, Sonic, or something. But, like, it's it's hard to, like, even if you were like, dude, play this game, I just, and then you have, I think the audience that can make this huge don't care because of its look. But I think if they really do take the time, sit down and play, they go, "Oh, this is actually really fun." You know what I mean? Yeah, I would. I would say, like, you know, it is a platformer, but yeah. I, I've always believed it's a shooter first. Yeah, like, first and foremost, it's one hundred percent a shooter. I do agree. It's one of those games that, for people that like shooters, they're like for for hardcore fans of shooters, they're gonna look at the characters and be like, "It's too babyish." You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then for people, exactly. And then for people that are fans of platformers, they're gonna be like, "I don't want to shoot every." So it's kind of yeah. it's it's in that weird middle ground, but it is kind of it, it's it's a it's a bummer in a way that it's not more than it should be. Like they made the yeah, little no, movie, right? They made the movie. I heard it wasn't good though. Yeah. It wasn't that great. Um, but it's like I feel, but I also feel like they didn't put enough of an effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's something they could have probably done done well and it just they were like eh it's not that big of a deal it's almost as if they're they're okay with the fact that like yeah people are just not gonna be that into it anyway so let's just do it and and whatever but um I would say what do you call it um 
and like Metal was saying too about the moment there's there's moments in that game too where like you know like where you hit the uh where you go into the two different places you hit the, like the the stone and, and then you wipe in and like it just changes everything it's so it's so such a fucking cool game man. yeah each world was so unique in its own yes. in its own right that i was just like fuck we're doing this now you know like <laughs> holy shit like i don't know there, yeah. it's just those moments where it was like i think you know what? It, and this is a compliment for both. It, it, fucking, we came off two great games that just were fun. Resident Evil Village and Ratchet and Clank. They both were just like, all right, we're giving you something new. And you're like, what? Like, I'm doing yeah. this now? Like, it's, I don't know. It's been, it's been good, man. It's past, like, two months. And like, usually some, some platformer games, like, even uh, Mario Odyssey had, like, a world here and there world that weren't my favorite. Mm-hmm. This game, like, every... Even though all the worlds were different, they were all a lot of fun to like explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Wretched Clank's too good. If you're still undecided, the fuck's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, man? Go right now, order it off Amazon, or go to your local grocery store and pick it up. And if they don't have it, you tell them, "Why don't you have this next to my Cheerios, my Cocoa Puffs, bitch?" Or a store, Target, wherever. Good stuff. I recommend it. We all recommend it, actually. I think it's going to be one of our, our uh, highly rated games for the end of the year. I could I could see it. I Definitely. could see it. Um, other than that, Ratchet and Clank, we talked a, a good chunk of. I uh, Because you guys know how it is. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade came out for the PlayStation 5 with the That's DLC. The news, yeah. With the DLC uh, of Yuffie. I will... Because how these you're already hearing it, folks. These guys are already ready to talk shit. So you know what? For everyone who's interested in finding out what I gotta say about it, there will be a solo episode of the Ufi DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake that I am going to do separately, so you can hear my thoughts. I beat it. I enjoyed it. Look forward to that episode because really these jokers, me. these jokers here, ain't gonna give me the chance to talk about it on this show. But they forget. This is my show. You don't show. want anybody to listen to this? <laughs> Everyone listens to it. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much all I played this week or this past two weeks. And uh, it's been fun talking about it. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Microsoft's head of Xbox, Bill Spencer, has said that a new Killer Instinct game could be made if we can find the right team and the right opportunity. Talking as part of an interview with the podcast Drop Frames, Spencer spoke about the team at Xbox views on Killer Instinct. There are so many good games in our catalog that we'd love to visit, he said. The response when we redid KI at launch of the Xbox One was fantastic. He went on to say that he and Matt Booty, head of Xbox Game Studios, has discussed many times KI and where we would like to go with it. And it might be out of our minds, but it's in our hearts and in our minds that we want to continue to do something with KI. As to when the continuation could happen, Spencer says it's about finding the right team and the right opportunity, but it is not due to any kind of lack of desire on our part. 
So that's what was said on the podcast. Now, I'm a big fan, and, and Beto's brought it up, and I've kind of brought him up too. Uh, I'm a big fan of Maximilian. Uh, I like watching a lot of his streams, and he talks a lot about the fighting game community and fighting games, and he's a big fan of KI. He did a lot of the KI um, trailers when that game was coming out. Like, he edited all that stuff. I hear him talk about KI. He did a uh, Twitch Rivals partnership where he did a tournament online with KI, and, and it brought, like, a ton of interest, and everyone's talking about it. And he heard this, uh, and he was talking about it, and he said, there, there, this is right here how he says it. This is how I know there's nothing done with KI right now. And he's not saying it in a negative way. They need to find a team. They need to find yeah. someone, because Iron Galaxy, and I forget who the other studio that did it. Red, uh, um, fuck, what was the other one called? Double Helix. Yeah, Double Helix. They Double were, Helix started it, wasn't it? Yeah, Double and Helix started Iron. Mm-hmm. And they were able to carry it on, and they did a great job with it. Like, KI, we've talked about it. KI is fantastic. They did, you know, I, the only thing I don't like about KI is I don't I don't like that it should be bigger. And it's not even on the game's fault. I, I honestly yeah. feel like KI should be should have been huge because during, during a generation, during the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One generation, when it came to fighting games, which should have been huge, I felt Street Fighter V fucking fumbled so bad. And then everything else that came out was just trying to get a hang of how they're going to sell fighting games now, you know? So you were getting stuff that was either shoehorned or microtransaction, pay this to, to increase your roster, which is fine in a sense. But what sucked was you were paying $60 for a lot of these fighting games that were not finished, where KI kind of had those ideas that other companies... <laughs> Capcom were trying to do but they did it the wrong way where ki killer instinct did it the right way 20 bucks and then seasons come out later and then but when these seasons come out it'll it'll shuffle things and you can play some of these characters to try them out like randomly like one week it'll be this character from season one that you can play and they're like oh this is cool and they just kept adding stuff but your main 20 dollars 20 dollars of this game with some of the features later on when you got those upgrades that were free like a uh, story mode arcade mode things like that that which are, had some of it there kind of grew it and made it more of a beefier thing that your 20 dollars carried over but if you wanted to add more to buy these characters and stuff like that um they did a great job in, in distributing oh, yeah. it that way and and the game was great too and nobody thought it was gonna do that. Like when they first heard that that was the way they were gonna distribute it, a lot of people were like, "That's never gonna work." Yeah. You know what I, mean? I think probably we probably were like the same way. We were like, "Eh." And to have three seasons and end up having such a robust game that they kept adding to mm-hmm. as time went on, it's such a great game. And that's the thing too. Like I think you're right. Like now that they're looking for a developer, they kind of put themselves in a hole because it's like, well, like who do you get to try to top it now? And that's what Maximilian said. Like who's gonna come in? Because if you have yeah. the fans. And they're coming into it expecting what was KI before, and these now new you're developers. Like, oh shit! Yeah. So I that's mean, you could take. Uh-huh. You can take the source code and you can you can add to it, but then like then it becomes like fans are like, well, you guys didn't really change. It's just it's tough. And and here's the thing. That's good that he's saying that. I'm okay with them taking their time. From. Oh hell yeah. Because it's like yeah, dude. Like they 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 put so much effort. <laughs> Into, like I said, when 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 they even went into the fact that uh, the super the ultra combos have a well, the whole the system is rhythmic. Like I watched that documentary, and it's just like how oh, the super combos all like 
every every player super combo has like a like it's got its own beat and its own rhythm. And then I went in and I actually went in and I tried to like watch them and I was like, holy fuck, they all do. Like it's so cool. Like some of them are so awesome. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's where that leaves it there. And like you're saying, you just need to find that studio, and hopefully with this news and it becoming news, actually brings people who are as passionate as Double Helix was in making KI. Because when you look at the documentary of them kind of building this, because originally the talks for KI started happening during the 360. And then it transitioned to Xbox One. But it was a passionate group of people who wanted to see KI come back, right? So if you can find that level of passion, that level of, of, of yeah, how that other company did it, then, I mean, I've- it's good... See, that's the thing. Like, as much as I talk shit about Microsoft, as much as I... Because I, I talk shit because I want them to do better. And I love Phil Spencer. I don't dislike the guy. We've all, we're, we all we all like him. But how he just said it... Oh, go. No, just say very quickly. You love them and you want them to do well. But at times, they do really stupid fucking things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what I like about this is Phil Spencer was like, yeah, we'd love to do it. And any... I'm, any other company, any other person from the top is like, yeah, make another game. Fuck, who cares? Give it to this people. Whatever. Make this game. We'll make our buck. Whatever. They actually want to make a good game. So now this gives me faith. Like, I didn't wasn't that impressed. It was an impressive E3. But then I'm like, wait, where's this? Where's Fable? Where's uh, uh, Hellblade? Where's all this stuff they talked about from all of these studios that they've got? Where Where is it? Why haven't we seen it? They spent all this money. But with how he talked about KI and how they want to find the right people, now makes me feel that, oh, even with all the other studios that are making games for Microsoft, for the Xbox, they're not rushing it. They want to make the best. So now I'm more like, ah, okay, Phil Spencer. You're teasing me. You're making me, all right, you're making me excited about this. Now I have, okay, cool. So my Xbox Series X right now that is just here as a as a showpiece, I know future-wise it'll uh, be giving me some quality games because Phil Spencer, he sold me. He sold me on it with his words, with his loving words. Yeah, take your time. Yeah. Like, 100% take your time on that. Um, give yourself, you know, f- find the right team. Uh, don't rush it. There's no reason, you know, you don't, you don't have to rush it. Um, you know, and, and just, you know, finding that passionate group, you know, like, I don't know, like I said, like, have you guys, I don't know if you guys have, but I checked out the, the documentary. Remember there was a documentary made about the, the making of KI and everything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I watched it as I was watching it, that the, the one thing that screamed out to me about that was like, these guys were so passionate about what they were putting out. I mean, it was so detailed, like the things they were doing. Which is probably part of the reason why the game had to be brought out in increments because it was like all the things they wanted to do. They were like, there's no way we're going to be able to get this out. Like they probably, if they, if they'd have tried to do a full package, like what they, what they did, yeah, it would have taken them like five fucking years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they know they couldn't do that. So it's like, let's, let's do this in a way where we can work on it. And then, you know, and even when it switched over to um, the second company, they were really, they, they cared they both cared yeah i don't think the issue will ever be like they won't have a problem finding people that care but it's just you know i don't know man it's just like you, you know you really want to stick with a, a group of people that are 
love that game because that game is in in an, in in of itself as a fighter is so unique. It's not like a lot of other games. You can be great. I feel like at fighting games, but like the combo system and the way it runs, I feel like can definitely turn off some people. It's just like it's not my thing. I don't want to do that. But like for those that do like it a lot, you know, it's such a a, a deep um, system of a game. But you know, like just even like I said, like the um, in the strategies for that game, there's 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 so many. And and I you don't want to talk about like you know we always talk about like oh character design level you know characters in the games. Rarely has there been a fighting game, like, to me, where that comes out. Especially, not, I mean, it's not new, but, I mean, they took, like, an existing characters, and I was, like, every character they added was, was in its own way, unique, but just looked so fucking cool. Like, they just killed it with cool characters. You know, Street Fighter has good characters, but then there's always a couple of characters that are just, like, you know, like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're there, and, and you end up loving them because they're just part of the game. They're, like, it's the lore, you know, like... Like Dan, just stuff, just stuff like that. Mortal Kombat is guilty of the same stuff, you know. How many ninjas does Mortal Kombat need? You know, like that. No, so you look at enough. a game like, yeah, yeah. And you go like, you got a game like Killer Instinct that has so many unique characters, and they brought so many like characters from the original game, but they created so many unique characters. Like there's a fucking ring, like, like a ring. The the movie, the villain, like a girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a fucking character yeah. that's so cool, and like so many other characters that are like wow that's just a cool design that they created so it's like yeah you know i i really hope they take whatever time they need and they take their time and create something great again xbox design lab returns letting players customize their own xbox series x controllers starting now the xbox design lab program is service microsoft offers that lets players create a custom xbox controller by letting them choose different colors they like and mix and match colors for a unique series x controller the design lab was originally a program that was started during the xbox one era but microsoft paused the program ahead of launch of the xbox series x now that microsoft's new gen console is finally out and there's a new xbox x controller the design lab program is back the Xbox has been released on some fun colors for the Xbox Series X controllers, like the Pulse Red, but with Design Labs, you won't be limited by the official designs. Um, I'm actually pretty excited that they brought this back. Did Because uh, when you go to Microsoft's website, you choose the colors, it'll show you an actual representation of how your controller could be. And I think it's not too expensive. Because if you're able to design it, like you're, you're literally designing any color you want from like the buttons from the start and select or the center to your buttons of the XYBA to the D-pad to the sticks to the bumpers to even the back shell in the back. You can change every little thing there. That's good because uh, I'm noticing my A button on my Xbox controller isn't the most responsive and sometimes is a little dead. Oh, really? <laughs> when I'm playing games, yeah. So, I mean, I have the Elite controller and I, I do use it, but like, I'm like, just I'm probably going to need a new standard controller pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I always I love uh, controller customization like that. It's fun, especially if it's like a first party type controller. Stuff. Yeah. You're gonna see some really unique controllers, and, and hopefully, when I get my Xbox, I'll be able to make one too. Um, seventy bucks. Get them, oh, really? It's not bad. Shipping too. Seventy bucks, but that's of course probably not including shipping. So I'm so gonna say when back. everything's out, it's like eighty. Maybe. Be cool if Sony. Sony would do that. Fine. They won't. No. But it's cool. Like, but yeah, you can go here. But what's up, middle? 
Yeah, but they you like it was minor, but like the, the 360 had a, had like customization type stuff, so like the shell, the the face mm-hmm. plate for it and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. no surprise that they did. See, I already have a red controller, but I don't know if I'd want to design another red one. Red one with white buttons and white sticks and white yeah. triggers. Yeah, all that. Like you can do any. Like here, here's the thing. I heard like when I was watching a video for it. And they're like, oh, you know, with colors that we have now, more to come later. I'm like, I think I'll wait when they add more stuff because it's like, yeah. I don't want to get it. And it's like, now you got like burgundy, bro. You can use that color. It's like, oh, man, burgundy. Oh, man. You know? I wanted a yellow controller. Yeah, yellow. Can... Dope. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, this thing's cool. Like, I'm going to mess around with it, like design design it and stuff. Yeah, you can do yeah. yellow. Well, okay, I'm going to do one right now, Joe. Yellow, what else do you want? What do you want the buttons to be? What do you want the yellow. back to be? It's gotta be like yellow and black. I want yellow some tank killer beast shit going on there. All right. Yellow, black. All right. What do you want the bumpers to be? Hold on. No, no, no. All yellow. I want the back of the controller yellow. I want the bumpers and the buttons possibly black. I don't know. But the way you think black buttons or black and buttons? And the triggers? Yellow yeah. shell, black buttons. Black yeah. Triggers. Yellow shell, buttons, black buttons. Black. You want the D pad to be black? I think so. I think. I don't know. What else would go good with yellow? Ooh, yellow D pad would actually look pretty fucking dope. Yeah, do a yellow D pad. But the rest black? And then if you want engraving, like you want to put engraving, it's $10 to engrave a name on there if you want. All right, hold on. Show you. I'm going to show Joe his design. That's oh, yours. fucking sold, dude. That's fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking, <laughs> that's fucking sold. dope. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's perfect. That's, that's fucking cool, dude. That's a fucking badass. You're going to force me to go and fucking buy that now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to mess around and customize a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, like, that is super fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. Last week, we wrapped up E3, but we also celebrated Sonic's 30th anniversary. We talked about Sonic on here. We shared our thoughts and our opinions on the series. And we were all similar, like, Sonic's cool, but the games aren't great, right? We all felt that way. Um, But, you know, our episodes come out on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, you get the Third Party Controller Podcast. So our episode landed on the day Sonic's 30th anniversary happened. I had it planned. There was a reason I did it that way. But I also stream on Wednesdays on uh, twitch.tv slash jlsolid. And Bethel joins me for my Twitch streams. So we've been playing... Resident Evil 6, which has been a horrible, horrible playthrough experience. So we stopped for a little bit. And then I decided, hey, you know what? We're going to stream today. And today, not only is our episode out for Sonic's 30th anniversary, I thought, Bethel, let's play Sonic on stream for our for Sonic's 30th anniversary. And Bethel's like, sure, let's do that. But Bethel didn't know what I was going to do. 
Oh, 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 he did not know. He did not know. So, I uh, with actual hardware, I plugged in my original Sega Genesis console with not just Sonic the Hedgehog, but I had Sonic 2, I had Sonic 3, I had Sonic and Knuckles, I had Sonic Spinball. Not only did we play those, oh, oh, Joe, not just those, we played Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2 for the Dreamcast. That's not it. Then we played Sonic Generations for the Xbox 360. You think I'm done, but I'm not. Then we played Sonic Mania, and we ended it with Sonic Forces on the PlayStation 4. I thought you were going to say, and then we ended it by going to Sonic's and getting <laughs> I said on the stream, like, how awesome would it have been if we are playing Sonic while we went to Sonic's, eating Sonic's food, you and drinking stream, Sonic's slushy. You, you, you Twitch stream, you guys eating Sonic food. Yeah, and then we the stream would have exploded if we, we had that combination going. It would have. So we played all those. I got to play it on original hardware. I had a whole setup. Um, you can go back on uh, twitch.tv slash Solid to watch the video of us playing about almost four hours of Sonic, right? And I had a whole thing set up, man. It looked like a TV. I put some Sonic commercials before we started. I made it fancy, Joe. I made it real nice, right? I put, and I did it on purpose to put Bethel through a Sonic marathon to see if Bethel felt a little bit different if i felt a little bit different about sonic after playing all these sonic games i had a mission i had a plan to see how bethel felt about it and so that's right now what i want to ask bethel bethel how was your experience on sonic's 30th anniversary playing sonic games has your opinion changed has your opinion grown how do you now feel about sonic the hedgehog uh honestly kind of similar it's kind of the same uh, it was good and it was bad. When the bad was really bad, the good was good to okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I think I think I we even mentioned it too. Like Sonic is good for the first couple of levels, and we played per, like the perfect amount of Sonic uh, with each game because uh, anything more than that would have been really boring. Because there was some times where it started to get boring, and then we switched it up. But yeah, I still feel the same. I don't think it's great. Uh, but there were some like generations. I was surprised. Like generations is actually surprisingly good. But but who knows if we would have kept playing, maybe would've, I would have got bored again, like like any other Sonic game. But yeah, that's that was my experience. It was it was good and bad. Mm-hmm. Going through Sonic, Sonic Two, and Sonic Three, and Sonic and Knuckles. What was something overall that you noticed? Was there anything out of those ones that you thought were better than the previous ones? Uh, something I noticed that I didn't realize that in in Sonic One you can't hit down and spin fast. I didn't know that. I, I, for some reason I thought that was from the beginning, but it wasn't. I was really surprised when I kept trying to do that and it wouldn't. And you told me, "Oh, you I didn't, they didn't do that until the second one." Now you might have. You know what? I know that in re-releases of it like i think for like 3ds and other platforms they added it in there later yeah, on they didn't those it's the sega ones mm-hmm. but uh and i don't i never played sonic and knuckles and i got bored of sonic and knuckles like really quick i found that to be a very boring game mm-hmm. um but i will say um uh, sonic 2 and 3 were good sonic spinball was by far the best 
Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, but it's still, it's, it's, it's a fun game. I, I it, not just cause nostalgia, but I feel like it's a genuinely good game. Dude, you got farther than I ever got in that game. And it yeah. was insane to see things I had never seen in my entire oh, really? life. Yeah. yeah. And then I went, I went online to watch videos of it. And then I was like, boy, I hadn't seen any of this. I, th- I thought it was just that one board. <laughs> yeah. Like the, where I died, that's as far as I've ever gotten. Like I, I, I've never gotten any further than that. What about Sonic Adventures 1 and 2? Now we're going into the Dreamcast era when Sonic became 3D. Uh, yeah, still, like, even growing up, I played, like, I, I never played uh, Sonic Adventure, any of them. Um, my cousin had a, a Dreamcast when it first came out. He bought that game. Uh, it just never interested me. I hated that the back, like, from behind camera, and then the switch over to the front, you're running, like, towards the camera. I always thought it looked stupid. And then, uh, I, I mean, I'm right. It's still stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> and then Sorry you did, to defend Sonic fans. No, and then you did say that you did enjoy Sonic Generations. That was That is why I wanted to do it that way, for us to play the originals, then do 3D Sonic, and then kind of bring in Generations, because Generations has been known to be like the one of the best Sonic games, and it, I think it did a really good job. I think it was the, funnest, the, the most fun I had that night was playing Generations. Yeah. That one, it took, yeah, it took a mixture of both of them, like uh, the side scrolling and the, the whatever, what, what behind the back camera, I guess. I don't know, third, part, third person sh- uh, view. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it took, the, it took that, but it made it, I, I mean, I guess newer. It made it more, the controller's a lot easier easier to play with. Um, but yeah, it was, it was surprisingly good. I enjoyed it. Um, a lot more than adventure. Especially, I mean, it's a old, really old game. Game, it's a twenty-two-year-old game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't expect it to be great control-wise, and the, they improved it a lot uh, with generations. They had with the mixture of both. I, I liked it. And then we ended in the night with Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces, and that's when Bethel just—you saw him die inside. That's when Beto, like, he was done. I think he said that ma- he, he he was done by Mania. And then when we started Sonic Forces, and I knew Sonic Forces was the shittiest one. I wanted to end it. I had a, I had a purpose. I had a reason for all this. But when I started off Sonic Forces, even people in the chat were like, oh, my God. Right? Even me playing it, I'm like, why am I playing this? I, but before when I started it, I'm like, hey, Bethel, we get to create a character. Here you go. Bethel goes, you see it in his face, just defeated, like, like fuck I that. Know, I was done, I'm dude. done. He's like, I'm done. I'm also, I'm sonicked out, man. I'm sonicked out. And we create our character. And even when I was going to be like, okay, I'm going to create a character and make this fun, Bethel's like, just chew that shit. Let's get fucking going. I'm like, <laughs> It was so fucking bad. That I like just it, randomly chose shit. Huh? It looks so shitty. Like, yeah. you get Sonic Gen- uh, Generations where, like, it, it's, it looks nicer. They kept similar-looking uh, characters. They just, like, newer, made them look newer, uh, like, graphics-wise. And then the go-to f- Sonic Force in this, and it looks, it looks just as bad as it did in fucking, on, this, on the Dreamcast. It looks so shitty. 
plane. And that's what I wanted to show when it came to Sonic. Was to kind of show that, like, look at what we had, where it started, and where it's kind of ended right now. And, like, where stuff like good ideas, like Sonic Generation, that's the problem with Sega. And I said this last week, and I'm repeating it now. They just don't improve on what's working, you know? Even though Beto gave up on Mania, Sonic Mania... I would say I really like that one. I continued playing it after on my own, and there was a lot of cool stuff they ended up doing. But then, what are they? What do they do with Sonic Mania? Is there a Sonic Mania two? No, they're not, they don't improve. And I think a lot of the problem too with Sonic is they don't. We we talked about Mario, and we also right now all three of us talk about Ratchet and Clank. What was the one thing we really liked about Ratchet and Clank? How every time we went into different planets, it was something new. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, this is we're doing something different, you know? And some people might be like, well, that's different. That's a 3D game. And it's like, well, Sonic went 3D too. But what I'm trying to say is we played one, we played two, three, Knuckles, all the games we played that night. What did we always get? We always got a Green Hill Zone. We always got fucking uh, casino. Factory Zone, whatever it's called. Um, actually, yeah, there's a casino. There's... Sonic loves to do its themes, and don't get me wrong, Mario does that shit too. But like Sonic does it so much that it kind of feels like it's such a burnout when it comes to that. Now, uh, uh, a friend of ours who's been on the show, Ming, was like, kids love Sonic. His son loves Sonic. And I think this is what it comes down to, and I have to agree. Playing all this with Bethel, us streaming it, did not change Bethel's mind. In, in, in a way, it didn't really change my mind, too. But it made me appreciate Sonic more. And okay. I appreciate the character. I like the character. I don't like his parents. His parents ain't raising him right. And I'm talking about Sega, Sonic Team. I love the guy. I love Sonic. But I hate his parents because they're just not raising him right. They ain't raising that boy right. Yeah. And... There's potential. That's why Sonic has lasted this long is because you like him. Kids like him. Adults like him. I think in a way we like him. We just don't like a lot of his games. There's games that we tolerate that are fun for a little bit. Bethel said it. They're fun for an extended period amount of time. He said it was a perfect amount of time because we jumped once it started getting boring. But what were you going to say, Bethel? Sorry. Uh, I was going to compare Sonic to a child star where he's kind of like sad, depressed drug addicted he's kind of his parents didn't fuck because his parents didn't raise him right dude his parents forced him to work took all of his money like Macaulay Culkin and he's sad now I think there could be the amazing Sonic that shows what Sonic can be from now on I just don't think Sega Sonic Team allows it to happen because I think the ones that have hit like Sonic Mania, even though I know Bethel, you didn't really dig it. I don't know how that was made as in like what were they, they were allowed to do because I think a lot of the criticism in Sonic Mania was a lot of people saying what I'm saying right now. Oh, we still get a, a Green Hill Zone. We still get a Factory Zone. We still get this. Like this game does different things, but we're in the same area all the time. Maybe they wanted to, but they were like, no, you have to stick to these things, right? And Sega not allowing these companies or these teams to 
grow from an idea and continue it and improve on it, I think is what holds Sonic back. You know, it holds him back from be being anything better. But he's so popular and he's so big that I don't think Son Sega cares or Sonic Team cares to do anything new or unique with Sonic. And I think that's what sucks because I want to see, I love Sonic. I want to see him do good. And I yeah. think doing this stream just made me love Sonic more, but not really dig the games as much. Sega's like uh, Obi-Wan and uh, Sonic's like Anakin. <laughs> back. He's holding me back. He's holding oh, yeah, me back. He's holding me back. I hate saying. But hearing all this, Joe, me putting this through, uh, putting Beto through all this for almost four hours, which you can watch uh, Beto slowly devolve into madness on twitch.tv. Slowly, slowly die. Oh, he died inside too. I like it, yeah. On twitch.tv slash jlsolid. It's on there, so check that out. Um, what What do you think about that, Joe? Kinda it, it, like just hearing about it, it, it doesn't surprise me that that's how it was gonna go. You know what I mean? Like you tell me what you got Beto Star for, because I know that I wouldn't want to do that. I just, you know, I feel like, ooh, yeah, nah, not for me. Hey man, again, like it's got its fans. Um, they like the game. Good for them. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, like some of them like the. But I mean, I feel bad for them too because a lot of them dislike a lot of the stuff that gets put out. Like you said, yeah. like right, it's not treated well. So it's like. It's I, I feel even worse for them because it's like yeah I don't I don't care enough about the game as it is so for me it's like eh it's another bad one or eh and it must be agonizing for the real fans of that series to have to go through those shitty ones. But I think that's not the, the, doing this made more sense to me. Is because we like Sonic as a character. We'd love for it to be a great you know? game too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that's where the fan now I understand the fans. You know, I get it. I get why. You should, have, you should have understood the fans already being a Final Fantasy fan, Jesse. You're mean. <laughs> I, I can't wait to play uh, those remade Final Fantasy games on the iPhone, you know? That's going to be awesome. Mm. <laughs> no console release at all. Yeah. That's stupid. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know why Joe. you're doing it. Yeah. Did you ever play Sonic Spinball? What are your thoughts on that? I actually liked it. It was really, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was actually in it, but because it was more of a pinball game, so I mean, yeah, it like, it's like, it, but it, but I, I will give it this much: it was a pinball game, but it did take really cool um, uh, things from Sonic that fit that pinball game, and and yeah. you know, did well. What was cool is you could control Sonic a little bit when the guy's the ball. You can move him around. Yeah. Like that. Made it made the pinball stuff easier. But yeah, uh, anything else on Sonic, Beto, or Joe? No. no. And I uh, will be okay if we don't talk about Sonic for a while <laughs> again now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollpodcast with a 3RD. And if you want to see the video of us playing through classic Sonic games, air quotes, classic Sonic games, you can check that out on twitch.tv slash jlsolid and watch Bethel die inside. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra. Wee.
with Beto Esparza and Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. I apologize to you guys. I was fucking like, I honestly was just like, oh, I got some phlegm in my throat. And then like, like a couple of days passed and I'm like, still there. But like, you know, it wasn't like a sore throat or nothing. It was just there. And then fucking this morning I woke up and I'm like, fuck. I already feel it like draining. And I was like, the cough. Was like, Son of a bitch. Joe, haven't you learned anything from porn? You don't swallow yeah. You just go, mm, and you spit it, you push it out of your tongue. Mm, it's so good. That's why sometimes you got I your throat that way. Sometimes I forget I'm talking to a fucking... 13 year old. <laughs>